Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and Beth Christine. Ooh. Welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Beth. And uh, today we're doing the Halloween special. This is the, uh, this is, uh, it's our second Halloween special, um, but it's the, it's the first one that we actually talk about Halloween stuff on. It's gonna be the better one. <laughs> I've never heard the first one. But... Uh, the first one is our Miyazaki podcast, because <laughs> oh, it just God. happened to come out on Halloween. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I gotta keep that joke alive. <laughs> <laughs> that joke that only I remember. Um, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Um, so today we're talking uh, we, yeah, we're a little bit of backstory actually. Um, so we were gonna originally do something else, but that would have required uh, too much of my attention, and we're really busy right now <laughs> with a bunch of stuff. And uh, so I wanted to do something a little bit simpler, which uh, turned out I, I thought like you know what we've never done a uh, Halloween special because uh, Chris hates horror movies because uh, he's a big scaredy cat and a little baby boy. And, uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, we got Beth here now, and, uh, she also likes spooky movies. A couple other people also like them, but, uh, hey, fuck them, they're not on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I tried to think of, like, a theme, because there's, there's just so many, and, uh, I decided that we were gonna do kind of horror movies over, uh, the, over the years. Uh, so what I chose was the, uh, 1931 Frankenstein uh 1978's halloween and i believe 1991's uh the silence of the lambs but that hasn't been remade so the date's a little irrelevant um (laughs) uh so yeah that's that's how that's how this is gonna go that's the order and uh, we're gonna go ahead and start off with frankenstein (coughs) so so beth beth christine have you seen this movie before um, no, I actually have quite a bit to say about that. So, um, anytime I think about Frankenstein, I literally, like, my mind goes to a trick-or-treat sack with, like, a green, a green, happy, spooky man on it. Um, and, like, I think it was either me or my sister was, like, the bride of Frankenstein, but I was really young. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, like, spray paint in my hair, or, like, hair so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Um, but no, I, I not only have I not, had I not seen this movie, but I didn't know anything about like the origin of Frankenstein. I didn't know that it was like yeah, a mad scientist brings a, a man to life. And you know, it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Well, yeah, the, I have that here. I, I thought it was like way more dramatic because when it's reenact they they really go all out on it right and there's like lightning and you you know like the archetypal for uh frankenstein like right. all all the like uh all, everything like the ideas that this spawn is like you know whenever people think of dracula they think of bella lugosi like that's that's where their mind goes to right uh and you know when people think of frankenstein like they think of like you know pieces of this movie <laughs> well like to add on to this um i, I didn't know like how fucked up this was uh-huh. like oh oh my goodness um again i i thought it was just like oh he brings a man to life and the man uh, you know is, is evil 
not he he goes grave digging and puts a bunch of dead bodies together and mm-hmm. and has this this uh, godlike complex and mm-hmm. uh and uh this poor uh, creature is just so confused and yep. he, di- he didn't ask to be born or anything he, yeah. he doesn't want to be hated uh but yeah. i wanted to i wanted to you know show you young frankenstein not long after um because it's like a you know it's like a parody version of of frankenstein um and it's kind of got like it follows like a plot that you know it's very similar but um it's it's a lot more like what people expect frankenstein to be like yeah this is definitely like because it's been you know probably a good decade since i've seen this no no not uh this is probably like when i was 15 or something so close but um i loved this movie growing up i love frankenstein uh just like the idea of the character (laughs) and um like I think uh, this would like play on TNT around Halloween, so nice. that was how I caught it. Um, and uh, yeah, man, there's like so many things you already touched on that like I I wanted to like go in depth on. It's definitely like what people know about the story. Like it's definitely very different from that, where like you know people know the monster is Frankenstein. Like, you know, that's like the most common thing. Like they know the monster is Frankenstein, but it's actually right. the, the doctor um the and people like think oh like the uh, for some reason i keep having in my head that like oh the villagers are going after the doctor whereas they're just going after the monster right um and uh, i think i think that's because that was just perpetuated by young frankenstein right um the the monster basically does only one thing wrong and it's an accident right um, I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, the doctor, maybe it's just me, but it feels like he had kind of like a character shift. Like maybe he just like came to realize he like, snapped out of it. Yeah, like uh, oh, oh shit. Um, okay, <laughs> what do I? Why did I try to play it's, God? It's it's like when you're uh, when you're jacking off. And uh, you know what I'm talking about, Beth? You just uh, feel uh, really <laughs> sad after. Yeah, like yeah, like you know, second after, like oh. Oh man, I uh, <laughs> I feel bad about myself. <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> um, um, but no, yeah, he's like, he completely, it just like barricades himself in in, in this tower, mm-hmm. ignores his fiance who's like dreadfully worried about him, mm-hmm. and he's just like, yeah, no, guys, like I, I'm the I'm, shit. <laughs> I'm the shit. I'm God. Like, look what I did. I did. What's the word? Desecrated. Uh, uh, desecrated a bunch of graves. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know the word, but I did no, that. You're right. I, I you have the context. <laughs> to tell I did you that, right. and uh, uh, now, now I have to deal with it, and uh, I, I just kind of want to be married now, and uh, yeah. <laughs> One thing you've brought up a couple times, like here's a here's a little bit of uh, Frankenstein trivia. Here's the Frankenstein trivia theme under me. <laughs> okay, um, so. <laughs> The version we have of the movie is like the the perfect version. It's probably like the one that everyone sees now. But like um, back in the day, there were a whole bunch of censored things from it. Um, a couple of them being like I think when uh, uh, Fritz is like torturing the monster, that's cut down quite a bit. I don't know if you actually see him like dead. Um, also, uh, there's a line in there after the "It's alive, it's alive." 
um, uh, where he says, um, uh, now I know how it feels to be God. Um, that, in uh, certain versions of the movie, was just covered over by lightning. <laughs> um, but I'm, I, it's, it's, it's exactly what this guy is uh, thinking, right. so it's a very important line. <laughs> right. Well, I figured there would be some sort of censored version of it because, mm -hmm. like, that's for nineteen thirty-one. That's really harsh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you notice while watching this that, like, aside from the very beginning, there's pretty much no music in this entire movie. I did notice that, yeah. There's and like there's a couple moments where it's a real detriment to the film because it's very quiet. Throughout most of it though, like this this movie is so rich with atmosphere. Right. Like it's all atmosphere. And uh so so most of the time it doesn't even need it, but then right. there's times where like you know, someone just kinda walking around and there's no sound. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. Yeah, and I like I'm a person who really enjoys the like a good background score by i was fine with this um just like you said i guess i really didn't notice like a part where they were just like walking around um but i'm sure that was in there <laughs> a big part of like that atmospheric thing is definitely the visuals uh everything in like frankenstein's world is um like slightly askew Right. Like, uh, then, like, when you cut to, like, someone talking, like, like yeah, about him or whatever, it's always, like, in a nice house. Like, everything's very straight and tidy, like. Right. Um, and then, obviously, like, once you get into the end, like, he's in normal places, but, like, like the graveyards, everything is, like, slightly off, like, and angled, like. Right. And th that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, pretty much this entire film is shot, like on sets on sound stages and stuff right like the sky is never real right. <laughs> um, um and you can tell <laughs> but uh it looks it looks so amazing however the the only other thing that i really that that's kind of like a detriment to the film is uh the like the, pretty much everyone except dr frankenstein uh the monster himself and uh my favorite character uh Frankenstein's father. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the the acting's a little stilted with everyone else, right? Because um, you know that's just how a lot of acting was. Like it, people didn't know how to um, how to act for film, right? Uh, but yeah, no, those guys like the performances, especially from like the monster and Doctor Frankenstein are so like actually genuinely good, right? No. Um... I don't know if it was you or Chris, you had brought up a good point about the monster's hands mm -hmm. and how, like, it just seemed like he had, like, no feeling mm -hmm. in them. Like, yeah. he was literally just, like, a bunch of like, body parts Like, if you had, like, woken up or whatever, like, sleeping on your arm. And right. then, like, you're kind of, like, dragging it around. Right. Well, um, yeah, that was that was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, and then plus, like, you know, because you, you can see that they're, like, stitched on from a different body. Um, like, all, like. 1931 i want to say that again for the makeup like it's everything like all the effects hold up pretty well right for no. like for this type of movie yeah the monster looked great Real. like yeah i was <laughs> i was like shocked when i had seen because again like i had never seen this movie mm -hmm. i'm just used to like the screen yeah uh, halloween trick-or-treater man 
And I was like, okay, that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that That's just not right. <laughs> but, right. But I loved it. Like, Yeah. Um, one of my notes is, uh, Fritz, you stupid bastard. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there is, like, one... I guess there's a third thing. There's, like, one little thing uh, to kind of back up the this the pacing of the movie like especially for this time is incredibly well done for the most part because it doesn't skip a beat it gets you right into the action you don't have to have like a boring introduction like you know who this guy is he's robbing graves he explains what he's doing along the way and it makes perfect sense right the only time it really kind of slips up is right after the monster is born um uh, fritz immediately hates it <laughs> everyone immediately hates it right um and they're like acting like I, I feel like there's an entire scene that should have been there like in between what like, that and what happened right um because it kind of yeah it kind of jumps to like oh hey fuck you like all of a sudden right no yeah it just it did seem like a bit of a uh, character shift and also you, you just feel so sorry for the monster <laughs> and yeah like that's that's the other thing too like you are 100 percent sympathetic for him pr- pretty much throughout the entire film right there's the classic scene with uh the monster and the little girl and um like you get like this you know it's it's really it's really sweet right um and then you know he accidentally drowns her. Uh, right. Probably should have thrown her a little bit r- further <laughs> uh, to be more realistic because I right. feel like she could have just sw- swum r- right back up. But um, right. forgetting that, uh, right after, uh, there is the bit where the dad is like carrying the girl and like like the, there's like this whole parade going on basically and like as he's passing everyone it slowly stops that, and they all start to like, yeah. turn and look at him that was insane yeah no that's like it, it's it's a brutal scene <laughs> right well and like uh the thing about um him with the little girl is it just shows like how honestly like innocent and childish mm-hmm. he actually is because he's just having fun yeah that was the first time that anyone was nice to him yes and it was ruined <laughs> yeah uh it's, there there's a little line that is said a few times throughout uh especially during the wedding scenes um where the father is saying a son uh to the house of frankenstein and i didn't i never understood what that meant when i was a kid or like understood the significance rather and it's like, well, there is one, <laughs> right? Uh, which I, which I started picking up on here, like, oh yeah, no, that's that's good. That's that's a loaded statement. I like that, <laughs> right? So this is like one of two films where um, I'm you know, I loved them when I was a kid, and um, I'm watching them kind of through uh, more critical eyes, and I was hoping like they would hold up. And for this one, yes, it completely does. Right. Um, I, you know, I aside from the problems I mentioned, and like they don't really, you're you're a lot more forgiving because you know the time period, right, and everything. Um, so, you know, I unless you've got anything else, I I could give my Jamie rating. Um, let's see. Basically, my last note is that this uh, was a very creative 
spooky movie that I would love to watch around Halloween because it got me in the mood. <laughs> if you if you get if you get me if you get my drift. Uh, for my rating, I really don't know. I I'm wanting to give it because uh, I loved it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I I did recognize the problems that um, you said, but uh, for like the time period and everything, I. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to give it an eight. Yeah, um, I thought that was really fair. Um, I because my my I, I give this movie nine Jamies. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, because don't don't feel guilty for an eight. Okay. Um, I'm like, should I love this movie this much or no? Am yeah. I do I have like I was surprised how well those color glasses. <laughs> I was I was surprised how well this held up because I was thinking like oh this isn't gonna. Uh, hold up as well as it would uh, because like i think the last time i watched it was like uh amc was doing like their uh october horror movie thing and like of course all these like classic universal monster movies got like kind of shoved to like the 3 a.m slot so i kind of like you know i'm like 15 uh getting up at uh, 3 a.m uh, 3 or 4 a.m like just to turn on the tv and watch frankenstein right and uh then like falling back asleep and drifting in and out so that was my last experience before this one watching it right um and yeah no this was a way better situation you were watching it for the first time i think chris was watching it for the first time as well and he he also really liked it um um one thing to say about like uh, not even just this movie but all three of these movies is like i mean i like gore um yeah. but i'm i'm really into like like mind stuff and like psychological when yeah when they you know, don't have to use it right yeah. or, or when things just flat out like disturb me make mm-hmm. me think and this movie did um i think all three of them did so mm-hmm. just throwing that out there real quick sweet dude okay so uh next film is halloween <laughs> okay so I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna start this one off okay because this was one of my favorite films when I was a teenager. I uh, I first saw it when I was eight years old. I like th- that was like the first time I saw it. it was I think it was just playing on television, um, in the background, and uh, it wasn't until I was probably like twelve. This is like in two thousand six, I think. Um, it was playing on. T- I, it was pl- no, the fourth one was playing on TV, and I thought I recognized uh, the characters and uh or at least michael myers and um so i was watching that one and i went and i bought the first one and uh i i fell in love with it (laughs) um it was it it was basically like especially when i learned that it was this tiny budget film um and like how they how they put it together and everything like it was sort of the driving force that really got me interested in making live action stuff. Right. And you know, that's died down a little bit since, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, no, it was the initial thing that really convinced me like, oh, you know what? No, I can, I can do this. Right. And uh, that was really important. And I, you know, this was around time, like I was really getting into horror movies. So it was, yeah, it was just a very important stepping stone. For me, this is like one of those, I've been watching this movie for as long as I can't even remember the first time I've watched it mm-hmm. because uh, it's just always something that uh, my family had watched, uh, especially my mom. I don't know if we want to mention, but we like just saw it. Yeah, uh, I was gonna bring that up. Okay, 
Um, so that was actually uh, really special because I'm like, oh geez. Well, to, to elaborate, we saw it in a in a cinema. Right. Um, yeah. There's there's a special screening for it. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, to give a little bit, to talk a little bit about that cinematic experience, it was like a last minute thing, uh, like a, maybe a week before they kind of like threw this thing up there, uh, saying like, hey, we're doing this special show. I was like, oh, cool, great. It was definitely. It was fantastic seeing it on a big screen. Like, right. You know, I, I've probably watched the movie a million times, uh, at least one million. Um, so I've 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 seen everything that happens on screen at least once in one viewing. Right. <laughs> um, but it was it was nice just kind of like having it right like big in front of us. Um, the one thing uh, that really dragged the experience down, though, was uh, we, we had the funny guy behind us. We always have the funny guy behind us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad they brought the fucking funny guy so that he could talk throughout the entire fucking movie. <laughs> or laugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime anything happened. Yeah. <laughs> even, even if it was something great. It well, was like... yeah. Someone walks past the fucking camera and... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I fucking, oh, oh, man, uh, uh, like, if the movie was, like, any longer, I think I would have turned around and told him to shut the fuck up. No, like, Tyler was seriously, like, the whole time, like, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. Like, under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> People talking during movies pisses me off. <laughs> like, uh, no, I, I would, I would hear the guy laughing, and then Tyler's response, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, I kept telling myself, like, okay, it's, like, it's, like, 80 minutes long. Like, I don't have to hear him for long. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, so uh, that that was the cinematic experience for that one. But um, to get back into the movie, the, uh, so, like, again, kind of talking about watching it through a more critical eye this time around it's probably because it used to be like a halloween tradition i watch this every single year right uh, i got a little burnt out on that after a while so i kind of i would switch it around like oh i'd watch halloween 3 or ghostbusters mm -hmm. or something uh, from dusk till dawn like something like that so i did that for a while but um yeah no i so i haven't watched it in a couple years um the strongest part of the movie is definitely the directing and the atmosphere it builds. I think like this definitely like perfectly captures like what Halloween looks like. Right. To me and like like the fall sort of season and everything. No, Just, yeah. Like the mood of Halloween right. night especially. Um yeah, the everything was really like the colors and mm -hmm. the gloominess and the pumpkins and just everything's very orange. Yeah, it it got it. And like the the clothes, especially the clothes that Lori was wearing. Oh yeah, they're just like such her, ball clothes. Her, her her mom jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Lori Strode's her mom, mom jeans. jeans. Her mom skirt. Her sweater. Yeah. Her leggings. Oh <laughs> uh, what a what a what a dull plain Jane that Lori Strode. Yeah. She's totally lame. Totally. Totally. <laughs> no, okay. One of my notes, it's on the back. I just wrote down totally <laughs> for one night. Um, I knew it was going to get mentioned, but. Yeah, so I counted in the theater. It was said 11 times. Um, I, 
I talked about how great the directing was. Uh, the writing isn't great. Was, no, is yeah. one of my notes. Uh, um, the plot is serviceable, but everything else is a little wonky. Like, you know, you get from point A to point B, and it's like, okay, well, you know, you took a little bit of liberties there, but whatever. That's right. fine. Like, you know, you, you forgive it because it's it's still entertaining. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it definitely doesn't hold itself together as well. Um, as I remember, all right. Um, like in the dialogue's pretty bad, except for um, who the, the highlight of the film, uh, Doctor Loomis, played by Donald Pleasance, the late Donald Pleasance, uh, and I, oh man, I, I love that man. Yeah, well, and like it, I mean, his dialogue was always really mm-hmm. good. I think my favorite the monologue. Monologue, you know. Um, I think my. Uh, favorite thing that he had said was uh, when he was talking about uh, how Michael had escaped and uh, said something about like, oh, he doesn't even know how to drive a car. And he was like, well, he was doing pretty damn well last night. <laughs> Maybe someone around here gave him lessons. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it was just, it was, yeah, he was always great. The, his, his first monologue is probably like, like the most classic, one of the classic lines in cinema. Uh, and I love it so much. Um, but my favorite scene is probably where, uh, Loomis takes pleasure in scaring a child. <laughs> like, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. <laughs> and then, like, he, like, kind of stands back and he's got this little smirk on his face. Right. <laughs> he looks so satisfied. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part of the film. The point of view stuff from Michael, like, looking... At unsuspected victims mm-hmm. really stressed me out. It always has, because I'm like, geez, they they have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. right now. They're so fucked. <laughs> um, so how many times? Because uh, I know, like you, you kind of pointed some out to me, uh, like that you were kind of noticing for the first time. Is like he's basically in the background throughout the entire right, movie. Right. Yeah. Um. Like. So, like, was that something that you're kind of picking up on this viewing? Because you had, like, the big yeah, picture in um, front of you? Yeah, one was, like, I can't remember, but he was driving in the back in a car. Um, it, yeah, it's the scene, like, Annie picks up Lori, uh, and they they drive by, like, the store that um, uh, Annie's dad, the who's the, you know, sheriff, is at. Um and like as they're talking uh throughout the like the whole scene you can see the car pull uh the car michael's in pull up behind them and like is driving behind them right um when they stop by the store you can see in the background michael stops at like this other intersection and um when they drive away in the background of a shot where loomis pulls up you can see him driving and following them (laughs) right uh yeah that was great um, cause I'm like, is he, he would just like be randomly there mm-hmm. when I, when I was like younger, I'm like, well, how is he just like popping up? It's like, oh, he's just, you know, stalking yeah. them. Yeah. No, like he, yeah. Like it, it actually, this one does a very good, like, you know, disconnect this from all the sequels. Then that, that's the way I've, I've, I looked at it for this viewing. It does a very great job of like keeping tabs on where he is or, or where he is and where he's been. Let's talk about the, the deaths. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of had, like, I liked them because, um, like, they were, 
they were always like very suspenseful mm-hmm. when they actually happened i mean they were kind of laughable because yeah there's the annie one where she crosses her eyes right well and, and then it's like when he um laurie opens up something yeah her other friend just has her eyes crossed just like yeah, ah. yeah. um or his sister like ah, ah. <laughs> yeah in the 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 the, the, the wannabe psycho shot with the where he kind of he looks at his hand stabbing yeah the... right um and michael michael she, i probably disliked her acting the most <laughs> yeah so. no she is the worst yeah. in the whole movie <laughs> uh, like, she she was just there to have boobies oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah um so but like i mean overall it's like okay i they all died in yeah pretty cool ways mm-hmm. uh the... um, i something that took me a while to um like notice what uh, because like, again like you know until you notice him like kind of popping up in all these different places like oh okay like he's it's like oh he's just kind of popping around um there is a great bit where um annie's going into the car uh she doesn't have the keys she walks back into the house to get them, comes back, um, doesn't unlock the door, uh, and just opens it straight away, like just like completely for you know forgetting, uh, and gets in. The windows are all fogged up. It's like, oh, he has unlocked the car door. Right. <laughs> like, um, it's a like it's a it's a really subtle thing that I didn't notice uh, the first few times, but that was really great. Um, right. And then yeah, he pops up behind her. Right. Well, um, and when I was like younger, I didn't understand that a car would fog up if you're breathing <laughs> in it. So, um, but what's your what's your favorite one? I, I'm guessing it's probably the same as mine. Uh, I haven't really thought about this. But I'm I'm thinking it's uh, what's his name when he gets impaled. When he gets uh, uh, pinned into the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite too. Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. Well, and like mainly because it's like. Oh, we didn't choke someone this time because he tries yeah. to choke everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's one thing. It's like, oh yeah, I forget how much he. And also, um, I don't know if it's just like, you know, if I just didn't remember it this way, or if like the theater's sound system kind of like enhanced this. Um, I never noticed how grunty his breathing was, mm-hmm. um, because like I just remember sort of like a. Right. Um, but like. <laughs> right it's really awkward um but like i mean like but like when you get to the end though uh like with you know sort of the images of all the places he's been you can hear the breathing over it. it's like oh that's that's spooky um oh yeah that, yeah that was great uh yeah no when when a movie does that like when it just like pans to like a because i mean i've seen it before but you just like sit there and think like oh geez you know like these people just got terrorized and mm-hmm. now they're dead and now everything's just like ruined yeah. um and it, it, it was weird because i think about like uh when that officer said uh um damn you for letting him go yeah you know and he was like the whole time it's like uh, oh you know he's, he's not here it's fine like calm, calm yeah. down like it's like, oh, your your daughter's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's like, especially when you think about it in the context of this movie only, it's like, yeah, these are people, like, th- these people, like, he, he selected Lori 
because she dropped off a key at at his house right like uh that's it like it could have happened to anybody right that's the scariest part about it um and then you know you tack on like oh he's a sister and oh by the way uh uh you get in, you get into the real you get into the real shit when uh uh hey he's part of this cult and uh he he rapes his niece and uh, to have a, to have a baby <laughs> that he can kill, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, and then he uh, fights Buster Rhymes in a you know burning warehouse, and it's uh, he does karate sounds. Oh, it's really 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 good, really good. Though. <laughs> Why didn't they continue from Halloween Resurrection? Um, something that like. When people usually, like, bring up scary movies, they're like, oh, jeez, these people are so stupid. I, I, would, I would run out of there. I would run and get help. Like, and it's like, um, Lori is smart. So Lori she, is, is incredibly resourceful. The only thing she does wrong is drop the knife twice. Right. Um, and it, it's just because, like, I, I think a lot of it is, like, she doesn't. Yeah, no, she's, like, she's panicked. Right. Um, but it's, like, one of the hardest parts to watch. It's like, okay, yeah, she's going to get help. She's going. She's. Yeah. She, she's doing it. Mm. No one fucking helps her. Yeah, she's banging on this person's door, and they look out, and she they just think she's crazy, and they right. uh, are, like, messing with them, and right. turns off the lights. So then she realizes, like, with her friends dead, yeah. and two kids, uh... She's, yeah, she's also got to be the guardian of these children at right. the same time. So it's like she has to face Michael mm-hmm. herself, uh, and, like, the phone's out, right? So... Yeah. She can't call 911. No one wants to help her. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just like, okay, uh, here I go. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it you know, Loomis kind of happens to be on the same block, which, you know, they establish, like, it's all, the houses are all very close together. It's one neighborhood. Right. It's a, it's a um, small town. Yeah. So. Um, but they, yeah, like, it takes a while for him to get there. And, um, you know, she's fending for herself pretty well. Right. Like, it, it literally takes the, the two kids running out uh, to get his attention. Right. Um, I had one more. It, it was strange how Lori didn't believe. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe she was just, like, oh, trying the, to. Yeah, the, the seeing him out the window. Right. It's because it's like, you've been seeing him this whole yeah. time. Like, could you. That That's that's one thing, like, I, yeah, that was, I, I was thinking that this time while watching it. Like, oh, yeah, well, you've been seeing someone out your window this whole time. Right. And that kind of just goes away for her. She's not, like, worried about anyone following her anymore. Right. Um, well, and I think it's because it's like, oh, he's a kid. It's Halloween. Uh, she, yeah. She doesn't want him to be scared. And she, like, you know. Especially when, like, she he's explaining, like, oh, his, his friend's telling him about the boogeyman or whatever. Like, oh, right. yeah, he's just, he's thinking this because his friend was messing right. with him. But I, I would think she would be, like, a little more cautious. Yeah. Just because it's like, okay, you know you're not crazy. Like, right. you didn't just suddenly become crazy. You've been seeing this man stalking you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Um, so, my last couple things here is, uh, out of all the slasher films that this spawned, uh, this is probably, like, the best. It's, it's the classic, um, you know, talking about, like, the sequels. Uh, two, three, and four are like guilty pleasures for me, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, I, I, I might watch it uh, before Halloween this year, uh, but the remake, uh, the Rob Zombie remake, is pretty decent. Um, 
I know everyone hates it, but because uh, it's a very different kind of movie. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I remember liking it. Maybe it's terrible. I don't know. Um, being honest, I mean, it doesn't 100% hold up. Right. Um, I, you know, seeing it when I was eight and uh, again when I was a teenager like it, it definitely gave me rose-colored glasses for it a little bit but like it definitely still has merits right and um you know my Jamie rating for it is a 7.5 dude that's on my sheet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 7.5 um it's mainly just acting with a few yeah. of the characters I mean I I can't lie about that. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> it got totally, totally. It, it got pretty bad at. Yeah. So, but then at other points, I was just like, "That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was great. I loved it." So, yeah. D Pleasance. Yeah. Let's talk about a movie that does not have bad writing or bad acting, uh, called Silence of the Lambs. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I'm so excited to talk about. Uh, how long can i make this um so you want me to start yeah go ahead this was my second time watching this um like see normally i have to watch things like a second time to really get it but like the first time i was just so like in a trance captivated captivated by this film uh that okay um one point i want to make was i had refrained from watching this regrettably for the longest time because i was confusing it with um another horror movie called the hills have eyes Mm. which i've seen part of i hated it um Mm. so uh like uh, when tyler was just like oh you haven't seen silence of the lambs yet i'm like no i don't know if i want to and now it turned out to be a completely different movie. A couple months ago, we watched it. You uh, you saw it the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was my first time seeing it. Uh, do you have anything you want to say? Um, I mean, I, I already kind of started talking uh, before about how the, the great acting. Uh, my first note is Jodie Foster is so good that the only person who can upstage her is Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> right. No, I mean, they they are both just, I mean, this movie, I mean, it has great acting anyways, but those two, oh my god. They're incredible, like, yeah. No, and it, it's, it's like a different type of incredible because they're like real. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're real people, basically. And they were like uh, genuinely scared of each other mm-hmm. offset. <laughs> that they didn't want to talk to each other. Yeah. It was like something I read a quote, like uh, Jodie Foster was so scared of anthony hopkins that you know she didn't want to talk to him when she finally did he admitted that he was scared of her too <laughs> so i mean yeah that was that was great but like no they would uh, like anthony would do things like uh mock her southern accent she didn't know that was coming so she would be like genuinely like offended and like yeah. just taken off guard by it and <laughs> it's like they invoke real reactions mm-hmm. um and it's they just seem like so real they they're I've never seen characters like that. You know um, what I think of you with your nice bag and your cheap shoes? I think you look like a rube. <laughs> her face, like she's great. Like she's, she's probably in this my like my favorite 
one of my favorite female characters oh yeah of all time it's just it it's great <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man uh like one thing i was thinking while we were watching it was like out of the three films this one is the most set in reality right like um it's the most like grounded um this could happen <laughs> like and this does happen right um and yeah no it's it's really great it's a super well-written movie right well and uh it kept moving like there was always something yeah there was always something going yeah, on like so you just you couldn't like look away from it because there's just like <laughs> there's always something there mm -hmm. um the special effects makeup it eh, like it made me sick yeah like that was great especially um that one scene where they're like kind of reviewing the body they unzip it and it shows her i'm like that that's like actual rotting flesh i swear to god it yeah. is <laughs> um so bravo to that um mm -hmm. yeah no i i for i i really wanted to like look i looked at the back of the uh the blu-ray case um to see if there was a commentary on there because i really wanted to know like when they're looking over uh the girl that they got out of the uh the the river or whatever um there's like parts where like they're opening up her mouth and like taking photos in there and like reaching in and like taking out a bug i'm like is that a person like i because i thought no, it was like a yeah. real um and i was like did they make something that looked like a person <laughs> right <laughs> that looked that real <laughs> right no I, i'm i'm wondering how <laughs> if, if they've never uh if they've never uh you know revealed uh then damn them because that guy's dead now <laughs> right the director. oh jeez. um speaking of the directing on every level both like just just everything about it like directing the actors um like like everyone's line of sight uh just uh, overall like the cinematography and everything is is amazing it's superb on every right, level right. um but like the biggest thing like one of like because like normally when someone like looks at into like the lens it's like this really weird awkward thing for right me. whereas in this movie like eye contact is such a huge part right of, like letting people know uh like what's going on in the character's head right um and like you can figure out like the conversation behind the conversation just by like where they're looking if they're looking directly at each other um it's it's so like doing like that sort of thing is fascinating right well and at the same time like I mean, for me at least, um, normally when I'm watching a movie, I'm like, okay, this is the character because mm -hmm. because it's a character, you know, you can kind of tell like, uh, what they might be thinking, uh, what they're gonna do next, what what is in their character. With these characters, I had no idea. Like they were just so, like I, again, it was like they were they were real people. Yeah, you know. It, oh yeah. Um, I, I could never tell what their response was going to be, mm -hmm. um, and that that's really good. It's really good when a movie can do that mm -hmm. because, again, it just it seems so realistic. Um, talking like specifically about Starling's character, um, like being so ambitious, wanting to be a part of uh, the FBI, um, 
she's able like when she's on her own she's able to like you know gain power in in uh take control of a situation um but like you look at her around like like when the opening credit sequence when she's walking through like the uh the the, the station or whatever uh you know she's like tiny compared to everyone else right she doesn't look like anyone else in there like she's all sweaty from working so hard but right like, but like you especially just like the size thing like you, right. you get this idea of um like she's definitely treated as an inferior right um despite how good she is at what she does right well and yeah that was like a big thing throughout this whole she was like this tiny trainee woman um like uh there was one part in particular was that that was it a funeral or like a, a something yeah they're there at the funeral yeah you know uh what was his name um glasses guy glasses guy uh her her boss her boss <laughs> whatever his name was we watched this movie 30 minutes ago yeah 50 minutes ago <laughs> um but like i mean he's talking like uh you may not want to say this you know in front in front of a woman yeah and it's like she 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 gets offended by that because yeah. like fuck you mm-hmm. um and, and she tells him later like they look to you yeah for you know if if you if you treat if you look down on me then they're going to look down on me yeah. right and then then she just pretty much tells them all yeah hey get the fuck out <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry if the uh, the background audio is terrible because of our neighbors revving their goddamn engines constantly. Thank you, neighbors. Uh, r- making a bunch of background noise like fucking animals. <laughs> um, all the scenes between Starling and Lecter are just some of the best scenes in any movie ever. Mm-hmm. Um. They're so good. I can't with this movie. She was the badass in this movie. Oh yeah. She like she know she knew what she was doing. She's the badass in this movie, and Lecter is not the antagonist of the movie. Right. Even though he's like you know known as like oh man like one of the biggest movie villains like. Right. And not like he he's helping her throughout the film i mean like yeah he's he's, he's a bad guy oh yeah. like but uh like never he's he's never like the antagonist to right uh starling um yeah i was like uh don't don't forget what he is yeah and like at times i i kind of would because of yeah because of the way like their conversation himself yeah he would consider it rude <laughs> Um, uh, there's, uh, just a little, a couple little things here. Uh, I love the gloomy look of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I pointed it out when we were watching it today. Um, it always makes me laugh, like, the scene where he, uh, kills the two officers. Um, he, they, they move, they move the drawings off the table, and there's a magazine that, sa- that says Bon Appetit. Right. <laughs> right before, you know, uh. Uh, takes a bite out of one of them <laughs> right um moving on like to a few other characters again all the acting was great in this movie mm-hmm. but buffalo bill and what was her name i'm forgetting uh, um she was 
The, the girl in the hole? No, the girl in the hole. <laughs> that girl. Okay, so... We're not uh, going to talk about how uh, great Precious's acting was? Precious. <laughs> no, when she was walking out with Precious at the end, I didn't know she did that at first. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I thought you killed that dog or something, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, guess, I guess she's going to keep it. No, um, so the girl in the hole. Uh, amazing job as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a hard-ass role to play, yeah. I'm sure. You know, I, she was just completely defenseless throughout, like, the whole thing. But then but then she was just like, okay, uh, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and she was, I, I, like, I love the way that she talked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm precious. <laughs> are, are you little are shit? Are you up there, you little shit? <laughs> Get back here, you bitch. <laughs> you know, like, I mean. Yeah. She was great. Like, she was obviously just losing her mind throughout because like in the, in the beginning you know she's just like this fun loving sweet woman she yeah. didn't, she didn't do anything wrong she just <laughs> she's like and then you know she got bundied yep um uh, speaking of that uh buffalo bill he's like actually like a mixture yeah of like a bunch of actual serial killers mm-hmm. especially with like the cast darn thing i, I love i love buffalo bill oh yeah he's she a great big fat person no yeah he was just this delirious <laughs> insane monstrous man mm-hmm. um and like again me saying i couldn't tell what the characters were feeling i'm like wait does he feel sorry for this girl because he looks like it but then yeah. he mocks her right yeah. afterwards Whoa. Like, Whoa. <laughs> I love ah, I love every scene with him. No, yeah. Uh, um especially the The Goodbye Horses yeah, scene. That I could watch that a lot. <laughs> Just over and over. I didn't notice he was wearing a human scalp. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, no. Completely fucked up. Uh speaking of scenes with him. Uh, there is the uh, little final bit between him and uh, um, Starling where he's just kind of looking at her through the night vision. It's like, it's the creepiest part of the movie because he's basically like got her got his hand like right up next to her and she doesn't even know it. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that part is so good. No, and I think about the scene where it was like, uh, okay, Starling, you're dead because you, you didn't look behind you. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you're dead. And like I think about that and how she like turns around and yeah, shoots him. Yeah. Um. And I, I was so happy when he was like actually dead. Yeah. And not like, oh, okay, I'm invincible. Yeah. I'm oh yeah, up. yeah. Again, another realistic thing. Right. You, sh- you shoot someone, they die. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. <laughs> um. Uh, and then my last note is that the well, my second to last note, uh, the final shot with um having Hannibal Lecter just kind of fade into the crowd perfect it, yeah it's amazing i love it he could be anyone now yeah oh and like he's he's going after his doctor mm-hmm. <laughs> god <laughs> uh, i'm having an old friend for dinner yeah um yeah my my i guess like my closing statements here um the more i watch this movie the more i like it I probably would have said before that this was like an eight or a nine. Uh, after this time, it's a ten. It's a ten out of ten. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, I wrote. 
Uh, it's a fucked up, brilliant movie, um, and definitely one of the best uh, horror movies. But it's now one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. uh, since I yeah I couldn't possibly give it anything other yeah. than a ten. I just I can't find anything wrong with it. We you and I have been like sitting down and uh, like just we have you know this gigantic shelf of DVDs and Blu-rays, um, and like you know we we've pulled out like all the ones that you haven't seen and we've been slowly going through them and like this like a clockwork orange mm-hmm. uh a few others right a few other highlights uh have been like the ones that have come up a lot and i'm like oh good good she liked that one like she actually really liked that one <laughs> right yeah um yeah because i mean there's just so much to go into i could probably honestly talk about this movie for hours and mm-hmm. still not be finished but i won't do that because <laughs> <laughs> Because we're already nearing an hour. Yep. <laughs> let's 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 stop this. <laughs> let's stop this crazy thing. Um, I love Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody. I mean, geez, gee whiz. Uh, I hope everyone has a happy Halloween. And uh, I, uh, you know what? We're definitely gonna do more Halloween specials in the future. Yeah. Um. But on a side note here. Uh, if you if you want to watch something if you want to watch a, a spooky thing for four minutes uh go go check out our uh, on our website uh beth's new uh short film her directorial debut another day colder we made another day colder pumpkin soon oh yeah yeah well, that'll be <laughs> that'll be on our instagram pumpkins at illumination cinema where's the handle <laughs> successfully plugged all right well let's let's fucking end this fucking (laughs) piece of shit listening to the illumination cinema movie podcast if you enjoy the show be sure to leave a review and subscribe on itunes or google play for updates on this show and their other projects get your parents permission to go to illuminationcinema.com scene uh, the classic scene with uh frankenstein uh, fuck my life <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's the classic scene with uh the monster 